welcome to the Next Level Life podcast. I'm your host, Christine Corcoran, founder of Periscope Coaching, qualified business and life coach, Edis profiler and speaker. The Next Level Life podcast is all about taking your life and business to the next level. Each episode is designed to open up your mind to a new perspective and inspire you to live your life with purpose and passion. Each week, I will endeavor to bring you a new episode with a thought, insight or interview with an inspiring thought leader or successful business owner to help you push past your fears and inspire your soul. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to episode 42 of the Next Level Life podcast with special guest Alana Arvanitis from the Self Love Movement. The Self Love Movement is a global social movement connecting women through the power of gathering together and facilitating their journey back to their true self. Through the use of live events and workshops throughout six locations across Australia, women are encouraged to be the best they can be, to expand their minds, to break free of their own stories, and to live a wildly authentic and abundant life full of love. The self-love movement is a powerful platform for women to feel safe, heard, supported, and loved. Together with Alana, we dive into the reasons why self-love is so important and how self-love starts with discovering who you are. We cover off following your intuition and magic without question to lead to greater things, overcoming grief and loss to find a new way of being, how self-love requires commitment and dedication, using vulnerability to heal your pain, utilizing questions to create a better quality life, how to go from rock bottom to purpose, choosing action over suffering, and finding the beauty in pain. This is a beautiful episode and I hope that you enjoy every moment. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'm so excited to get into, today, into today's topic with my beautiful guest, Alana from the Self Love Movement. Welcome to the podcast, Alana. Thank you so much, beautiful. It's so good to be here with you. Thank you. You too. I'm really excited to get into today's topic. And it's something that, you know, I think is really important and um, poignant right now in society, people talking a lot about self-love and I love what you've created with the self-love movement. So to get started, would you mind just telling us a little bit about your backstory and how the self-love movement started? Absolutely. Um, so I had uh, an experience in my life, which most people have, it's called the wake up to shake up, shake up to wake up, I should say. And um, so to, when I was 24, I was faced with the biggest challenge of my life. Um, I woke up to find my boyfriend at the time no longer alive. So as you can imagine, that was just destroying, soul destroying. Um, My life got turned upside down, back to front, inside out. You know, I was filled with grief, despair, hurt, everything possible. And what was a 24-year-old girl to do with that? You know, we're not taught this stuff. Um, So that really forced me to go really internal and start asking some really important questions about life and about this experience and about how to heal my life from this because I knew that suffering wasn't it for me. I knew there was more. I was destined for more. So I began to do the searching I needed to come back home and and create a life full of love. Um, And I realized how I did that was by committing to myself and my happiness and my well-being and that's actually what self-love is so the power of harnessing self-love was getting me like these beautiful results in my life you know people were coming to me and 
magic was coming to me and abundance was coming to me. And I was just, yeah, full of joy again. And it was just like an amazing journey to, to go through. So that's where I really knew the power of self-love and how it become my message to inspire other women with this too. Mm. Wow. Incredible. Huge to be able to experience that at age 24. And, mm. you know, I think it's something where I would love to delve a little bit deeper. When you think about back to that experience, obviously going through such suffering and grief, how did you find the strength to be able to move through that, to start asking different questions and change the way that you see things to be able to move into self-love? Cause I'm sure it wasn't a, a day of, oh, you know what, now I'm going to have self-love. Like that's a huge bridge there, right? (laughs) Yeah, definitely, definitely. I guess because I had nothing anymore, it was like I was at rock bottom. And when you're in that place of darkness, all you can do is have faith, full-time faith, I say. Um, And I always had this inner calling within me from a very young age that I knew I was destined for greatness. I didn't know what that looked like or what that was or meant, but I just had to keep following that voice that was within inside of me and um, I had a choice and it was either to suffer and let this be who I was and and be that was my only identity or I could do something with this I could do something with my life and that choice you know that's empowered empowerment really um, so with the questioning I was asking, you know, it, it was the right questions that I needed to ask myself to get the right answers and to take action steps to, to a better place, to a better quality life. Um, and yeah, it definitely took a few years. So it's not, not a quick fix. You know, self-love is, is, is self-love is easy. Let me say that because that all that self-love means is the regard for your own happiness and well-being. But the hard part where this is where, everyone struggles with is if you don't know who you are you will never know what how to make yourself happy or what benefits your well-being so the challenge is knowing who you are so you know we all come here to remember who we are um and you know that experience really taught me and um, showed me who i was yeah yeah awesome so when you think about now that that's even huge in itself to be able to work out who you are, because when you think about it at the moment, like there's so much talk about self-love on social media and, you know, we do self-care Saturday and self-love Sunday mm-hmm. and people mm-hmm. are posting different images about ways that they take care of themselves, yeah. which is all good and well, but how would you yeah. describe self-love a little bit more in depth than just, you know, having yeah. a manicure? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Definitely. I always say self-love is not, rainbows butterflies and fairies <laughs> it's not bath bombs and all that no um self-love is hard and challenging because of the part where it comes back to self and knowing who you are so you know we all have different definitions of self-love yes the whole this the short simple version if you look at it on dr google it actually just says you know the, the regard for your own happiness and well-being um, but my definition is knowing myself, embracing myself and, and becoming who I am on a true soul level. And that takes courage because we live in a society that tells us we have to be the square when we're a circle and we have to fit in into the box. We get toxic imagery telling us that we should look like this or buy this to be happy or to get, you know, millions of likes on Facebook or Instagram. Um, 
And this starts at such a young age. So society has this toxicity about it. And it's, it, it gives us this wounding within our self-worth because we feel like we aren't worth worthy of love or, or, or likes on Facebook or Instagram or all these kind of things just the way we are. So to be who you are in this society takes so much courage. Um, and that's where, you know, self-love can be, can be easy when you get to that place of, you know, full embodiment of who you are. Mm. So could you possibly give us a couple of examples of what you would say self-love is, love is, or how we, how we do self-love? Yes. Um, so I guess the first part of self-discovery is, you know, the questioning of, well, who am I? What, what lights me up? What motivates me? How do I work? What makes me tick? What makes me explode? How does that make me feel? Where are my boundaries? What are my core values? Um, you know, so it's really good questioning. It's, it's, it's our superpower, really, I believe. Um, so that's the start is those questions are really important questions of knowing who you are on that level. Um, and then once you do all this, this internal work of, you know, getting through these questions, it's discovering yourself within that. And, um, then you can take steps, then you can have bubble baths and rainbows (laughs) because you know who you are and you're being who you are. And, and that's so magical. Um, yeah. <laughs> Love it. That's a really great way to look at it. It's really about discovering who you are and being unapologetically you. Like and yes. being yes. okay with the outside in regards to not ourselves, the outside world, yeah. not being okay with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you think about yeah, it's just like sorry, go on. It's just that internal focus, like switching your focus to become really within yourself and um, not worrying about anything on the outside and, and just worrying about yourself and your, your love and your worth and, and those kind of beautiful things. Yeah. Because when, when you do that work on the inside, your outside world shifts and, and reflects that. Mm. So, yeah, I, I, it's so important, that part. Yeah. Absolutely. And that true awareness, that self-awareness of knowing what you're not okay with and knowing what you prefer and being okay with setting those boundaries. I think that's one of the things that I often Mm. find is the missing element about self-love when we're talking a lot about it. It's being able to stand up for yourself and actually put yourself first and setting those boundaries with other people in your world that don't actually allow you to be you. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. And getting so clear on those boundaries and values. I think values are really super important to get clear on because if you don't have your values there, you're going to keep, you know, doing things that, you know, self-sabotaging your life, you know, to, because you don't know what is important to you. Um, and, and that's where self-love is messy because if you don't have those values in place and boundaries in place, then doing things that you don't know actually help (laughs) won't help Mm. can you think of a time that maybe you found that something wasn't in line with your values and how that played out for you yeah it can be wow there's so many it can be just even down to like the food i'm eating so you know i have a value about my health that's a core value my health is important to me so if i'm not in alignment with that and I'm eating, um, you know, fast food or something that is high sugar or something like that, 
that doesn't make me feel good. And, you know, that, that hurts, that misalignment. Yeah. So it can be across the board in every area of your life. Mm. Yeah, true. And I really, I love the word alignment and I know it's a buzzword at the moment, but I really truly think it's the difference that can make, make or break the results that you see in your life. Because when you are completely misaligned with what is true and important to you, then so much more things can go wrong and you don't realize why. Like I think it's mm, like cool. yeah. talk about yes. alignment. Yes. Yeah. And, and self-awareness is like what you were getting at there is like you have to be aware of your deci- decisions and choices that you're making because if you're not aware, then stuff gets messy and yeah, misalignment takes place. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So is there anything that you do, say, if there's any practices that you do to be able to keep up in, and mm-hmm. keep that self-awareness in your, in your awareness? Yes. Well, I do, you know, I do have acts of self-love, which um, really fill me up and nourish me on that really beautiful soul level. And I have to commit to that because it is a commitment. I always say this self-love requires your commitment, dedication, persistence, and inspired action. So if you don't have those parts, you will not see results in your life. So um, for me to commit to my own happiness and well-being, I have to do and, and let me get this, let me say this, because this is really important. Happiness, um, conditions do not equal happiness. Happiness equals conditions. So I'm not doing these things to make me happy. I know I'm happy. It's my birthright. It's my natural state. And I want to keep doing things that bring me, you know, nourishment and fulfillment and pleasure and peace and joy. So um, that's really important for people to understand. So doing things, buying things, having things does not equal happiness. Um, you are happy. It's your birthright. Something just went wrong along the way and we've been, you know, fed a lie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I start my morning with my morning rituals. That really, you know, creates a beautiful space in my day. Um, so, and that kind of looks different a lot of the time. Um, but my usual one is going to the beach and I know you're my, uh, so you see my beautiful photos <laughs> that I take on the beach. I just get mesmerized by the sun sunrises and just how beautiful the, the surroundings are that nature is mother nature. You know, she holds us. We're literally standing on her and, um, the nourishment she gives back is just so delicious. And I really delight in that. Like it really fills me up. Um, so that's my, my mornings is at the beach with my dogs, with the sunrise, with mother nature, the, the, the sand in my toes, the wind on my skin. I'm just like fully immersed in her. Um, and you know, I really do believe that I wouldn't be able to see the beauty around me if I didn't already see it within myself. And I only can say that because, you know, I have experienced some pretty painful experiences and that brings funnily enough a lot of beauty there is beauty within pain and I've I'm a witness to that I've seen that I'm you know standing here can and I can say that authentically that yeah the more pain I feel the more beauty I experience um I've sidetracked there (laughs) but yeah so yeah the mornings are just so important for me to like really fill myself up if I don't commit to that then I really notice the difference in my day. It just doesn't flow. My emotions don't flow. 
um, that my state of being doesn't flow. It, so that's important to me. And I want to commit to that because I know how good it, it makes me feel. Um, yeah, and then the day goes out and I'm just aware, self-awareness, um, and just, yeah, making sure I'm in alignment with my values. Yeah, beautiful. I totally agree with that. Like setting your day up and actually starting on your terms can yeah. set the rest of the day up. And I love that you bring in the word commitment because it is actually yes. committing to what is important to you. And yes. when you do that and you don't actually start the day by reacting and start the day by someone mm -hmm. else's terms on, you know, like checking your email mm -hmm. and having to respond. Yes checking social media and having to respond or be yes. reactive in that situation. Mm -hmm. I think starting your day off on your terms in, it's in such beauty and your photos are incredible. And mm -hmm. I just love that you can really tap into. And when you start your day off, it's not only even when you think about the brain and how that works, literally mm -hmm. focusing on what is beautiful and what is, yes. what does bring you joy mm -hmm sets yourself off for the rest of the day to actually recognize and notice those things throughout your day because they are there. Sometimes we're just yes. shut off to them. Yeah, we're just not seeing them. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I had another thing to say to that, but now it's left my mind. That's okay. So tell me a little bit about how the self-love movement started. So you went through this huge experience. Yes. And then you started having people come to you and talk to you a little bit about self-love and how you've created that for yourself. And then it came yeah. and started this movement. So please tell me more yeah. about that. Yeah. So at the time, you know, when I was awakening um, and stripping back all these layers to become myself, um, I started to really see friends that I had at the time. Uh, I, I saw the suffering that they were going through and particularly like within their relationships and life and work life. And I was trying to force self-love upon them and that does not work. <laughs> Please don't force and <laughs> learn that lesson. Um, regardless, like they're no longer in my circle anymore because, you know, I stripped back layers and, and shed all the, the stuff that didn't serve me, which included some people. Um, but so I really was lacking that connection and my tribe and community that I needed. So that was like a question that I was having and asking the universe and myself was just like, okay, like what do I need to do next? And I remember just so clearly there's, there was this day when I had this download of inspiration or intuition and it came into my consciousness and it said that, oh, you should start your own little breakfast and have some girls come, put it out on Facebook, talk about self-love. It'll be fun. And immediately my body responded to that with like goosebumps and it felt so good in my body. And I knew I had to take action on it. So I took inspired, aligned action straight away. And I created a Facebook event and I had my first get together in two weeks after that initial thought came in. So I took action within two weeks, um, which is so important because if we don't take action, it's just going to be nothing. It's like a dream. It doesn't come into reality. Um, and at that time, I had no experience with doing events. Um, you know, I come from a corporate background doing business consulting. And um, it was like, oh, okay, I don't need to know how really. Okay, I'm just going to show up and be the, the messenger and the vehicle here. Sure. Um, and I was, at the time, I was also doing a lot of self-development work and I was always the youngest one there. So I really wanted to be that inspiration for the younger women. 
I wanted to call them in and be like, hey, girls, where are you at? Why don't you want to learn this stuff? It's like powerful. Come on. Um, and that's when that message came in. So we got together. It was so incredible, like so profound, Christine. Like it was beautiful. There was 20 women that came. And, you know, I was like, wow, really? And it, what I created was a space, a safe space um, for women just to be heard and be felt and be seen and be loved. And, you know, there are basic human needs. Um, and we are lacking that in our community. There's so much striving. There's so much tall poppy syndrome. It's, you know, tearing each other down. And Paris jealousy, you know, social media, like so much stuff. So I wanted to you know, create that space where we could just be who we are without judgment and just complete compassion and love. And um, so everyone had a chance to share a little bit about themselves and what self-love meant for them. And it was so profound, that part, because it gave, them, gave all these women a little platform for them to just step up and have space and be vulnerable. And there was tears and there was laughter and we just had such a beautiful morning over breakfast. And they all came to me afterwards and said, you have to do this again. Please do this again. And at that time, I was like, I had no expectation or at, like attachment to the outcome. I was just literally showing up and, and following this little inner call that I received. And I was like, well, okay, so this might be a thing. <laughs> okay, I'll do it again. And then four weeks later, I had my second breakfast event and 40 women came. So wow. then, yeah, so I doubled straight away and I was like, whoa. <laughs> wow, okay, I'm getting goosebumps as I'm telling this. Like, that was just incredible. So I got my one of my beautiful best friends to come and speak. And um, she's, Tamika, her name is, she spoke about, you know, the goddess and embracing your inner goddess and letting that out. And it was such a beautiful feminine topic. And, yeah, well received. So from then I just realised, okay, like, I need to keep doing this. This is, this is, this is amazing. This makes me feel good too. Um, and to be in service for these women, wow, that feeling was just incredible. Um, so that's how I started and it's, I've never looked back and I've had an event every month from then on and I filled the room every month. So then it got to a point where I like, where I realized, oh wow, this message is way bigger than me. Like I want to be able to serve as many women as I can with it because it's a community. It's like a loving tribe that we can be empowered and inspired and supported. So we all need that, right? We all need that place. So um, I got the message to create an ambassador program. So I created self-love, uh, a self-love ambassador role. So what that is, um, is I call in my tribe of leaders in this space with me who and create the community within their community and um that's how we've been spreading so i've got we've got six locations now so there's six um self-love ambassadors and you know we're growing and it's such yeah it's really beautiful really beautiful that's incredible <laughs> i just love that you've taken you know you really actually acted on that inspirational download because a lot of people yeah. get them and you know, I think it's just this whim or this thought and don't yeah. actually necessarily act on it. And when ideas and magic come your way like that, I just love that you've just acted on it. And then the universe has just gone, here you go. Here you go. Well, you know, I always know, I know that universe supports flow energy. It doesn't support stagnant energy. And if you've been given that 
download, if that inspiration, you are going to be given the next step of how to do it. You know, you wouldn't have received it if you weren't capable or worthy of acting on it. So it's just a matter of like I got out of my own way and trusted that I didn't need to know the how or anything. I just like showed up and, and did it and, and just <laughs> the rewards paid off. And I have to keep reminding myself of that if ever I get this new idea and they get bigger, <laughs> of course, they get bigger and the fear might creep in. But it's just like, no, step up, get out of your own way you know, face it, do it. And yeah, it's, it's a beautiful ride. <laughs> How do you feel these events have actually changed or transformed you since the beginning? Well, yeah, you know, it's funny that you said that because I um, hosted, well, actually I normally host my ones on the Gold Coast that I have, but I actually did. I was the guest speaker for my last one. So my beautiful little assistant, she hosted me she actually said she she's been there from day one just the what she has seen in me the change that these events have brought for with within me it's been yeah incredible and I know that I know that I feel it just like this stepping into my true self my authentic self like this is what I want to do this is who I am this is this is my gift and I'm embraced and I'm sharing it with other women so um yeah like I remember my first ever you know, it's funny because when, before I was doing these events, I'd go to these like um, sort of um, breakfast networking events and you know how they give you the microphone and you have to step up and say something about yourself. Well, <laughs> when it was coming around to me, my heart was racing so much. I was so crippled with fear um, because, you know, we have that nice little old thing called fear of judgment or rejection. We all experience that in some shape or form. Um, and I just remember that, that girl that I used to be and how, you know, that was so fearful for me. And now you can give me a microphone. I'll be happy to step up and speak. <laughs> so little things like that, and just like this confidence and this, this knowing and my wisdom and my, yeah, it's, it's just growth, beautiful growth. Growth is so delicious. And yes, change can be really uncomfortable and disruptive, but, um, the more I embrace change because change is the only constant, right? We should learn to dance with change. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've learned to embrace change as much as I can and just step into my truth more and more and more. Mm. So how, did, how do you find that you've actually learned to change? Because I was forced to. Like going back to that really traumatic experience that I went through, I was the life just got taken from me, everything taken from me. And that was out of my control. So there's a level of certainty we have. And then the level of uncertainty that we have, and they're both powerful within themselves. But funnily enough, we like to control things so much and um, deny uncertainty so much, but um, it's the basic need, you know, uncertainty There's magic within there. So I know that change um, I had to face change. Like my life got changed without my control, out of my gosh day. So I've I've taken that within, you know, other aspects of my life and just gone, you know what, I can't control things. They're out of they are out of my control, some things, most things. Um, I can control how I show up in in that respect. But you know, life changes and there's magic within that because you know, I look back and think, well, I'm grateful for that experience. It's it's shown me and I've remembered 
who I am, like within that dark place, there's beautiful things that have grown from that. And that was a change. Hmm. It's like, um, you know, we have this spiritual compass. It's our heart. And these really big things that um, affect us, like these challenges that we all face, they're like pivotal trajectory line change on our, so they change our trajectory. That's what change, that's what happens, you know, and um, it changes our compass and we follow our truth even more. Hmm. Love that. Love that. Because yeah, I think we often spend so much time and energy trying to control things when you just allow things to happen and recognize yeah. that all you can control is your own way of reacting and your own way of showing up and, and still yeah. being in alignment with who you are and what's important to you. I think that's huge, yes. huge. Awesome. Yeah. So, I, um, yep. What's been your favorite part about the events? Ooh, the connection that I feel and see um, of women just getting together in that really safe space that is just so beautiful, like to see the joy and the love and compassion of connection and community. I have some favourite C words, community, collect, connection, collaboration, co-creation. <laughs> They're my C bombs. <laughs> um, I love the, that aspect of the event so much. Has there been anything surprising for you? Oh, surprising. I think the growth was surprising because I had no attachment to it. So from like that just kind of dumbfounds me how that little, that little inspirational download that I got turned into this, this beautiful movement like that sort of surprises me a lot of how, wow, one little thing can be so powerful. Yeah, absolutely. And you just allowed it to happen. So I think it's something that really just goes to show that yeah. you don't have to, you know, know every step of the way. You don't have to know the how. You just have no. to trust and just go with it. Show up. Yeah, show up and be the, be the vehicle and get out of your own way. <laughs> have the events or the actual self-love movement changed in any way from how it first started? Um, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, you know, I've just, I've implemented things or I've made things better or I've taken things out or I've added things. It's, I think that's it's common for every entrepreneur, right? Like it's testing, it's trialing, it's, it's not like, I don't like saying failing because there's never such, there's never such a thing. It's always learning. Um, but so yeah, of course, the first event, you know, it was just literally kind of a little get together with no real no real agenda other than just the space and self-love um and then I've just yeah it's grown into okay well I'll have an email list now and <laughs> I'll have to be everywhere on social media now and um I have to build more tribe um we do love letters as well so everyone's a love letter when they walk into that room it's all, and they're always different little special little love note for everyone so there's little things that i implement and change and and add or take out along the way definitely yeah so but the concept has not changed okay cool so for people who are wanting to attend an event what can they expect from showing up at one of your self-love movement events uh, connection, safety, um, inspiration, support, empowerment, uh, so much love. So this is a place where there's no judgment. You can just come and be who you are and, and know that that is perfect. You are perfect. You are beautiful. Like you don't need to be anyone other than who you are in that space. 
Um, and there's educational stuff too. Like I want to give you as much resources and tools as possible for that, for everyone who comes into that space to walk away with something new, something uh, that they can change or implement or add and, and grow from. Mm. Yeah, nice. Very cool. And is it just for women? Yes. Yeah, okay, perfect. Yeah. Awesome. So where do you see the self-love movement going long-term? Do you have a vision that you plan to achieve? Yes, definitely. So I want to keep growing the community aspect of it, um, which I feel is more passion-based. Um, it's, it's full of passion for me. But then I'm going to implement some online um, courses within the self-love movement. So that's going to, like, dive deep into self-love and, and really – yeah, going deep within that space of, um, yeah, empowering and inspiring women even more. Um, so that's going, that's in the, in the process. So I'm creating some courses. Um, so that is what I see the main pillar to be. And then the community is the second pillar. Cool. And where are the locations for each one, just so everyone knows? Yep. So we have uh, Sunshine Coast, uh, Brisbane, two on the Gold Coast. I've got um, Broad Beach and Currumbin. Um, I have Adelaide and I have my newest one on Canberra, which we're launching next weekend, which is so exciting. That's cool. And how does one become an ambassador? Um, so I have um, a little form on my website. So if you just go to my website, which is www.theself-lovemovement.com, um, you can find out more about what that means to be an ambassador and fill out the form and we can jump on a call and, and go from there. Cool. Awesome. And could you give us a breakdown of what the next event is going to be here in Brisbane? Yeah. So 23rd of June, um, it's going to be about sexuality, sacredness and self-love by one of my beautiful favorite speakers, Jodie Milton. Uh, my ambassador there, her name's Amanda. She's amazing. Um, so sexuality, wow, it's such a big topic. And I think really important for us women to, to learn more about, like to feel safe within our body and within our sexuality. Um, yeah, it's a huge topic. So Jodie has this beautiful wisdom that she carries through her story and her message and she's just got this beautiful feminine presence, which I know everyone loves and I love. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she's going to be talking a lot about shame, so sexual shame and body shame um, and how to liberate yourself and really own your sexuality. Um, yeah, it's going to be really cool. Wow, that's a huge topic. Mm, very. Awesome. And I'll make sure that I put all the links in the show notes so then everyone can jump on there and book tickets if they'd like to attend. So is there anything that you do to celebrate um, some successes or anything that you achieve along the way of creating this? How do you celebrate your wins? Mm, I dance. <laughs> awesome. I dance. I do a little happy dance. Um, I think I like, I turn it, I turn it back to myself and, and just like fill myself up and, and, I be my own best friend. That's a really important part of self-love, like being your own best friend. Like what would you tell your best friend if they success, they had success? success? Um, I tell myself those things. Um, yeah, and, and I think that's really beautiful, being your own best friend. Yeah. I love that. That's a really cool concept to think about. Mm. Be your own cheerleader. Mm. Love it. Be your so, own cheerleader. Exactly. If there has been one and I don't like to use the word failure but lesson along the way what would you say that's been yeah uh so in business do you think yeah yeah okay 
Um, there was, in the early stages, um, I didn't have any speaker agreement or terms in place because I didn't really know it was going to be such a thing. <laughs> so I, there was this, this speaker that came in and she pretty much walked all over me and because um, I had no boundaries there. I didn't have my clear boundaries in place. So she walked all over me. She filmed she filmed something and she made it out to be her own event. And I was really good. So, but that was my lesson. Like I needed to have boundaries in place to say, this is what you can and, and shouldn't do. Um, so that was a huge lesson for me. So after then I got uh, my agreement in place and it's been the best thing ever. It's just like this next level. I'm an expert and you know, I know what I'm doing now. Um, so that was like my first biggest learning and curveball <laughs> in yeah. the business. Yeah. yeah, cool. And I think that really kind of, you know, protects the experience that you want for your yeah. clients that are showing up. Yeah, that's huge. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, and we have to have these boundaries in business. Yeah, it's important. So tell me, how did you create that boundary? Because I know this is like often becomes a real sticky situation or it can become a topic that is, has a lot of guilt around it, has a lot of fear around setting a boundary. So how would, how did you go about setting that boundary and, and standing your ground? Yeah, um, I did it. Like it's radical, radical acceptance and radical action. <laughs> um, so I just knew that I had to put it in place. Um, and I, I just did, I just did it. And I just was like, no, this is, this is me. This is what I'm worth. This is what the business is worth. This is what, you know, I think is, it's important and, and, and crucial for our business and growth and, and the community. So it was just like, no, I, I know this is important. And if I know this and I, and I stick to this and this is who I am and this is what my business is, then yeah, it's, it's, it's easy. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I think it's like it's coming back to your values, right? So you really values. know your yeah. values, yeah. You know exactly yeah. what's important to you, and you're able to hold the ground for that. Yeah, and and it comes back to your worth as well. Like you know, there's nothing, um, nothing wrong with having boundaries and having rules that you need to you know follow and agree to. Um, and it's just that like understanding. I'm not here to win. Um, or anything like that. I'm here to collaborate and co-create with, with other women. So, you know, that's what I expect. And we, and it's a really beautiful exchange when you have that. Yeah. Nice. And so just to finish up, if, if there is someone listening today that feels that this is something like a new introduction to them and understanding self-love and what it means, what would you say their mm. first step would be to creating that self-awareness? Mm, it's, it's coming back to the questioning. So I would suggest doing, spending some time in, you know, some stillness or some peaceful environment where you can just drop into yourself and ask the important questions that you need to ask. Um, questions are your superpower. So ask the questions like, okay, well, who am I? You know, that in my signature self-love movement event, the, the importance of self-love day, um, the first question in the workbook is describe yourself. And the amount of people I see stuck on that question, it's interesting. It's like I had this lady say, well, what? Well, I don't know. Like I've had all these identities. I've been a mother. I've been a wife. I've been this. I'm like, well, I don't know who I am. 
I was like, I know, you're not the only one. There is a lot of women who do not know who they are and they hit that crisis point and then, you know, chaos happens. Um, so start by asking, you know, just who am I? Describe myself. What do I love? What do I not love? Like what triggers me? Where do I feel at peace? Where do I not feel at peace? Um, yeah, it's like that's the first first step I would suggest to do. So do some really beautiful questioning around yourself. Yeah, awesome. And I think I love it how you're like, what don't I love? Because a lot of people can quite often and quite openly say what they don't like and what they, you know, not even about themselves, what they don't like about themselves. And it's like, if yeah. you take that and then turn that around to something that you do love, yes. that is yes. a huge shift yeah. in what you see and believe in yourself. Yeah, well, I um, I think it's important to get both sides out. Say, well, this is what I do love and this is what I don't be like super clear and super vulnerable and be like, this is where I'm struggling with. Like I'm finding it hard to love these parts about myself. Um, getting it out on pen and paper, you can see it. And, you know, I had this client once that she she's never written out the things that she didn't like about herself. And when she saw it, she was like, oh, my God, wow. And she never realised how much, how much of herself she wasn't loving. Um, and then when you get clear on that, you can take steps to really work on that and learn how I can love these parts of me because that's what life is. We're trying to learn to love who we are, like the, the dark parts included, especially dark parts. Um, and we all have that. That's our shadow self, our ego and all these things. Um, yeah, so being like really clear, okay, these things I'm struggling with, get it out and then try and make steps to, to really bring them into love. Yeah. And that makes it so real, like, because often we're so stuck in our heads that we've got all those yeah. different things going through our heads that when you actually put it on paper, it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe that I would ever yes. think about myself. And then yeah. I often ask my clients, like, would you ever say that out loud to a friend or a, a child? Would you ever say that you don't deserve mm. something? Would you ever say that you're mm. not worthy of love? Like, there's huge, mm. huge that can happen in just that realisation of, I didn't even realize I was saying that to myself. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like being your own police officer is another important part of self-love. So like catching yourself out when, when you're thinking silly thoughts um, and disassociating from those thoughts, like just knowing that I'm not my thoughts. Yes, I have thoughts, but I'm not my thoughts. You know, that my brain might offer me some silly, silly ideas and silly thoughts. You know, I don't have to believe them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. And then we actually turn ourselves into becoming quite small and holding ourselves yeah. back from actually achieving things because we start to believe the nonsense that goes on in our heads. Yes. And we yes. sometimes, and I think that's one of the main things, the reasons why I love coaching is because it's about recognizing those thoughts that, aren't serving you and mm -hmm. you have the control and the ability to change those mm. and it's something that you don't Absolutely. have to believe them and move forward from that space when you change those yeah. beliefs so much yes. more can come from that so that's that's huge I'm yes. glad we got into that yeah and um like a, a thing that I say to do is like offer a counter thought like if you're having a a, a thought that doesn't serve you or doesn't make you feel good offer the counter thought and really like I heard this quote one time, it was be it until you are it. 
instead of fake it until you make, uh, it. make it. So be it until you are it. Yeah. And it's like, yes, so true. Just like keep being it until you are it. It's like forcing a new neuro pathway in your brain for a new belief that does serve you. So, so it's offering counter thoughts that is the opposite of what you thought and just really keep pushing that into your head <laughs> yeah. and really believing that and it creates that new pathway and it, and it shifts. Yeah. Incredible. Awesome. This has just been so good today. Thank you so much for delving into this a little bit deeper with me. You're welcome. Thank you for opening this conversation up. It's delicious. <laughs> I love that word. That's hilarious. Um, so is there anything that you feel that you wish you were asked about when it comes to self-love that you don't often get asked? Yeah, it's the, the challenge within self-love. Um, I think that there's a lot of stigma around self-love, like it's a silly, fluffy word and it gets thrown around a lot. So I don't like seeing it get thrown around. Like self-love is hard like that. Yeah, I know I said in the beginning self-love is easy, but the hard part is knowing yourself. Like that is where the challenge is. So, you know, I'm really tired of surface level stuff. You know, I'm seeing it so much everywhere. Like I want to get deep. I want to know the, the challenges facing. Um, how you're really feeling? Like tell me without just saying, you know, you go to the checkout at the supermarket and you're having a really shitty day and they say, how are you going? Good. Actually, no, be vulnerable. So how are you? You know, so I, I, that's what I would like to to say is just like actually be real and be honest and and say how you are truly um yeah <laughs> yeah and don't be afraid to say i'm awesome when i'm actually awesome yes <laughs> so true so true because yeah we like to dim our light sometimes don't we absolutely mm. it goes both ways you know when you t think about you don't want don't like to be around people that talk doom and gloom all the time but yeah, you know sometimes right. getting real and actually talking about how you really are whether you're not okay or you are okay but then mm. on the flip side when something mm. great happens don't necessarily dim mm. the light or think that it's going to affect someone else make them feel bad because you're doing well like that's not fair either so really being able to go you know what I had an incredible day today. This happened and I'm so excited. Like actually yes. allowing yourself to feel that joy. Yes. That. I think that's the, where um, the importance of your tribe, like having your real tribe around you, your sisters, your community, your support. So they, they want to celebrate your wins and your losses. Like that's, that's where you need to be with those people who really, really value you and love you so much. Yeah. I love that because it's something that, you know, I've tried to create with my events here in Brisbane is really connecting on a real level mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. we often show up as this carbon copy or we show up as what we think other people want to hear and yeah. don't necessarily connect from our, from our truth. And yeah, and that's like heart-centered stuff, right? You know, yeah. the more you can be from your heart, the more you're going to attract your tribe that are on the same frequency with that. Yeah, mm. absolutely. And then you never get scared about celebrating something. <laughs> no, I want to hear it all. <laughs> absolutely. So what do you say is yes. your proudest moment? Oh, my proudest moment. Um, at the moment, actually, this is what's coming up at the moment, is building my team of ambassadors. 
Um, that is, yeah, really beautiful to see that I've created this heart-centered business that um, I'm, I'm calling in my tribe of leaders and just to have that leadership team. And, yeah, I think I'm pretty proud about that. Yeah. Awesome. Incredible. I just want to acknowledge you for your openness and your honesty today. I think it's been absolutely refreshing to see that you're so open to talking about the suffering and the pain that you've been through, but and how mm. you've actually changed it and turned it around to be something that has created yeah. your truth. So I just want to acknowledge you there and thank you so much for your, your honesty and truth today. Thank you. And it's just like, you know, I've taken this life to be a leader and, and what that means for me is like, I'm being the voice for the struggles that everyone face. Um, so I'm no different to anyone else, but I'm here being really vulnerable and transparent and authentic and just being like, yeah, this is real. <laughs> this stuff happens and it hurts. And like fully allowing myself to, to feel it all and be really messy in the pain. But just like, if I could say like to all these people listening, if there's some challenge or if you're facing suffering within your reality, um, just know that you can transmute that pain and suffering into passion and purpose. It is absolutely possible. That is why we are gifted with these painful experiences to transform and transcend above them and create a world um, which is so full of love and, you know, pain is our catalyst. It will move us to the place we want to go to. We just have to open our mind, open our soul and receive the blessings and the insights and the lessons and the magic. Oh, absolutely. Well said. And the magic. Love it. And the magic. I love that word. I say it all the time. Magic, magic, magic. <laughs> and life is magic. You say it, more magic comes your way. <laughs> yes. Yes, we live in a magical world. <laughs> we do, we do. So thank you so much for your time today. I'll make sure I put all the links in the show notes so that people can get to some of your next events and and they can obviously reach out to you on social media and through your website. Yes, yes absolutely. Thank you so much for opening this up, Christine, and, and the work you do. And, yeah, I love it. And I love being able to be in your tribe now. It's Absolutely. awesome. We're all here to be able to, to, to connect and collaborate with each other. So thank you so much for joining yes. us today and sharing all of your wisdom today on the podcast. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode. So please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.